0: Have you listened to the North County Beats two-part episode on election toxicity yet? We're talking about the cloud of online and verbal harassment that's descended upon North County's elections this season. Don't miss the Coast News Clean Campaign Forum on October 13th, featuring both Encinitas candidates for mayor and city council, sharing how they propose to govern and host the hard conversations North County residents are asking for. And welcome to another episode of Headlines presented by the Coast News Group. It's Wednesday, September 9th, and I'm Ryan Wolt recapping your North County San Diego news for the past few days. At the time of this recording, San Diego County has reported 41,077 total cases of COVID-19. An additional 21 coronavirus-related deaths since last week's report increased the total to 709, and our rolling 14-day positivity rate has jumped from 3.7 to 4.3 percent. Case rate, which is the priority in the new tiered system, has also jumped to 6.8 persons per 100,000 per day over 7 days. Reaching a case rate of 7 would move us out of the tier 2 requirements, potentially triggering a rollback of openings. Governor Gavin Newsom has signed an eviction law aiming to accommodate tenants, homeowners, and landlords negatively impacted by COVID-19. The Tenant, Homeowner, and Small Landlord Relief and Stabilization Act protects small landlords while prohibiting tenants from being evicted for COVID-19-related non-payment of rent until February of 2021. Tenants affected by a COVID-19 hardship are required to pay at least 25% of their owed rent to avoid eviction come February. Oceanside elections have been drawing significant campaign donations from outside the city to candidates in both the city council and mayoral races. Since 2014, 43% of political donations have come from donors with non-oceanside addresses. Candidate for Mayor Rob Howard has raised the most funds from outside the city limits so far this year, receiving about half from local donors, including his own self-loaned funds. He's received contributions from donors in 23 other cities in California, plus 14 other cities in 10 different states and the District of Columbia. Individual donors account for nearly all of his contributions. Analysis of all the data by Coast News reporter Dan Brendel indicates mayoral candidates Esther Sanchez and Ruben Major stand out as having received a majority of contributions both locally and from individuals. The San Marcos Unified School District will hold a board meeting on September 15th to vote on in-person instructional models. The first vote to choose a reopening plan was held in July and it failed two to three. The district began classes virtually for all students, but are now able to open after an extended stay off the state's watch list. In August, families were asked to decide between two options for their students, a remote, in-person learning hybrid, which aimed to ultimately return those students to physical schools if and when it was safe to do so, The second is the Leading Edge Virtual School, which is an online option for students who wish to remain off-campus for the entirety of the school year. Families were originally told that they would have to stick to whatever their chosen learning model was for the entire school year. However, Superintendent Dr. Carmen Garcia has told the Coast News that families may now be able to switch if space allows. The Sierra Club San Diego chapter released letters sent to three Escondido City Council candidates, Mike Marasco, Tina Insko, and Joe Garcia, requesting that they return campaign donations they received from Safari Highland LLC, proponents of the controversial Harvest Hills development, citing a conflict of interest. The City Council is expected to vote on the Harvest Hills development in the coming months. The divisive project is a high-end sprawl development that proposes upzoning to 550 units on 1,100 acres of open space that is currently zoned for just 27 units. Critics of the development say it will endanger wildlife habitats, increase wildfire risk, and have negative effects on transit and climate change. Supporters say that it promotes sustainability by being the City's first-ever carbon-neutral, net-zero, energy, and agri-neighborhood housing community. And now, a quick word about our sponsor. And we're back. The Encinitas City Council unanimously approved a three-month pilot program enforcing public mask compliance in conjunction with the San Diego County Sheriff's Department. In response to the statewide mandate requiring mask usage, Encinitas' mask compliance program rolled out prior to Labor Day weekend, costing the city $15,000 in total and permitting the San Diego County Sheriff's Department to issue citations up to $1,000, The Council also unanimously approved a prohibition on the sale and distribution of flavored tobacco products, adopted a policy implementing regulations on sidewalk vending operators, and discussed a need for increased neighborhood notifications for changes to traffic infrastructure. Residents in Carlsbad's Barrio neighborhood are hoping to reverse a controversial housing project that continues to move forward. The Windsor Point project, by Affirmed Housing, a San Diego-based real estate developer, was approved several weeks ago by the Carlsbad City Council. Although some residents in the area have voiced their anger and displeasure with the development, the city has committed $8 million to the $31 million project, which will allow severely mentally ill individuals to live there, despite the project initially being presented as a residence for homeless veterans. The funds allocated are tied to Veterans Housing. But the developer also secured funding through the No Place Like Home program, a state-run project that invests in the development of permanent, supportive rental housing for homeless individuals living with serious mental illness. Residents are hoping the council will bring back the item to address their concerns about the development. If the council does not act, the future residents' neighbors have said they may file a lawsuit to try and stop the project. A man suspected of stalking and trying to kidnap children in Los Angeles and Escondido is behind bars following his arrest in the latter city. Elijah Lopez, 24, was taken into custody in a commercial area east of the Interstate 15, State Route 78 interchange. The deputy who arrested Lopez recognized him from a Be On The Lookout flyer issued by the LAPD. According to a new report, the Del Mar Fairgrounds and Racetrack has been facing structural financial warning signs for years, operating at a net loss even before the event cancellations and loss of revenues due to COVID 19. Despite the highly profitable San Diego County Fair event, former board members of the 22nd District Agricultural Association cited dependence on horse racing events which have steadily lost attendance while taking on debts against future horse racing attendance. When the pandemic's public health orders required the closure of indoor business operations, Carlsbad relaxed development standards to allow businesses to quickly activate outdoor spaces on public sidewalks. Now the city of Carlsbad has announced it is temporarily suspending the collection of fees for sidewalk cafes, outdoor displays, and curbside cafe permits to help ease financial strain on those local businesses during the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Businesses that have already paid for permits since the health order went into effect back in March will be reimbursed up to $8,000. The reimbursements will come from the city's Economic Recovery and Revitalization Initiative funds. A.J. Preller, the Padres' general manager who lives in North County, created a tsunami of positive news last week. With the Padres showing a pulse this season, his vision of 2020 has the team making the postseason. Leading up to the Major League Baseball trade deadline, Preller and the Padres traded away 16 players and received 10 in return, while completing 6 trades in just 72 hours. The biggest name to join the team was star pitcher Mike Clevenger, who came over from the Cleveland Indians and was considered the best player available. For the Padres, the time to win is now. Finally, San Diego County voters can sign up for a Where's My Ballot app at sdvote.com to track when a ballot is mailed to them, when the registrar receives it back in the mail, and when it is officially counted. You can sign up at sdvote.com. Those are the key Coast News headlines from the past week, thanks to our great Coast News reporters Lexi Brope, Jay Paris, Catherine Allen, Samantha Nelson, Dan Brendel, Steve Petersky, Caitlin Steinberg, and Tiggis Lane, whose stories we recap every week. You can find all of those stories and more on thecoastnews.com or pick up a copy of the Coast newspaper. You can find them all over North County. If you'd like to support this and the other podcasts of The Coast News Group, check out our new podcast directory found on thecoastnews.com and help us continue our efforts to bring you local, independent news, analysis, and interviews by becoming a monthly donor to the show. Click the support link on the coastnews.com podcast directory or on anchor.fm. You can find links in the show notes. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and reviewing this show. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Walt. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief, the Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thanks for listening, everyone. Check back every Wednesday for your local news headlines.